As humans, we are exceptional at procrastinating. We can use up hours, weeks, even years, avoiding the things that we know we need to do. We can even procrastinate on things we actually want to do. Everyone struggles with procrastination from time to time. It doesn't mean you're lazy. It just means you're human. There are a few key reasons why we procrastinate and some key strategies to work through it. The first potential reason is that you might be exhausted. My heart goes out to every mom who wonders why she feels unmotivated and she's judging herself for not being able to be productive when she's just wiped out. The thing is, when we don't have enough sympathetic energy or life force energy, we simply don't have the inner resources that we need to do what it is that we need to do. We don't have enough gas in the tank and we need to refill. Now, sometimes we can push and just get the thing done, but if we do that over and over again, we are headed for burnout. While you can energize yourself in a moment of need with exercise, breath work, or music, the ideal option for a sustainable life is to rest. Wait for that energy to return as your tank naturally gets filled. Another reason why we might procrastinate is that we don't have clarity on what it is we need to do or how to go about it. This is really hard for those of us with executive function because it can make something as conceivably small as doing laundry or the dishes feel absolutely daunting because we need to break it down into these tiny individual steps and put them in the right order before we can take that first action. Now, we find clarity in different ways. For some of us, we've got to talk it out with someone or even just brain dump on a piece of paper. One of my favorite ways to do this is to go for a walk, put on headphones, open the voice recording app on my phone, and just talk and talk and talk and talk and get out every thought and idea and little detail until it's all living outside of me somewhere else. And then I can sort it out and make sense of it. So whatever way that you do it, taking that first step to bring the confusion outside of yourself can highlight where we might need some help. Let's say you want to start a podcast and you have some of the pieces figured out, but you're not exactly sure how it all fits together. And if you really know what you need to do to go from the idea to that podcast being available to the entire world. You might find that you actually need someone's services or you just need to do a little bit more work or research than you had originally anticipated. If we don't take that first step of sorting out the web of confusion and detangling everything to make a clear map of what needs to happen and how we get there, we'll just stay in that murky zone, kind of floating forever (laughs) until something comes along and knocks us into motion. Now here's the big one. The number one reason why people procrastinate is because they're avoiding a feeling that they think they'll feel when they do the task. Whether it is organizing your closet, having a tough conversation with someone you love, showing up on social media, whatever it is, there is a key feeling that you're pretty sure you're going to feel and you don't want to feel it. So that keeps you in this state of avoidance. 
In this case, procrastination is essentially inbuilt stress management. We know that it would be too much to take on that thing and feel that feeling. And so we, we don't do it. We just stay where we are because that feels safer. So let's say that you want to give a speech. Maybe your dream is to do motivational speaking and you really want to give a TED talk. And let's say that the big feeling you're avoiding is embarrassment. And so you procrastinate on writing your speech or taking steps to get connections that could get you onto that TED stage because you're trying to keep yourself safe from potential embarrassment. This is a really good thing to know. We want to know why we're procrastinating because that's going to help us get started in moving beyond it. So with this particular scenario, we can do a few things. One is to work with those worried thoughts directly, asking ourselves questions like, how likely is it that this might happen? How likely is it that I'm going to feel embarrassed or do something embarrassing? Is there any way that I can prevent feeling embarrassed? What would I do if I did feel embarrassed? And ultimately, would I be okay? We can also dig deeper, tracing back to the memories that might come to mind when you're trying to avoid embarrassment. Do you remember the first time you felt embarrassed? Often, these memories play like old home movies in our subtle awareness, and we project them into our future, convinced that they're going to happen again. That is trauma. But here's the thing. Our life will always bring us experiences that create the opportunity to repair. That's one of the reasons you find yourself facing fears and shadows when you're doing something big. Your system doesn't want you to be afraid of embarrassment. It doesn't want to keep looping the same memory over and over again. So it brings you the desires, the dreams, and the circumstances where you have the opportunity to have a new experience of familiar circumstances. Being able to have a new experience or make a new choice in a familiar situation, that's an opportunity for repair that's an opportunity for healing. There can be deep work to do here as it relates to old trauma, but there is also immense freedom in knowing the reason we might be procrastinating. If you realize why you're afraid to check your bank balance, it can be that much easier to face the fear. If you recognize what's holding you back in a relationship, it allows you the context to share that with someone you love. And you'll also start to notice patterns, that there is perhaps a fear of being visible, being proven incapable, or a fear of disappointment that's standing in your way of living the life you actually want to live. So the next time that you find yourself hesitating, stalling, and doing everything possible to avoid a task, ask yourself these questions. Do I need to rest and recharge first? What exactly needs to be done? And can I reasonably do all of that myself or do I need some support? What do I think I will feel if I do it right now? We'll talk more in a future episode about working through fear. 
For now, I invite you to go back to previous episodes on the topic of anxiety because I share some strategies in those episodes. And if procrastination and anxiety are something you struggle with, I invite you to join the Alchemize Your Anxiety program. And if you have more questions about procrastination, avoidance, anxiety, any of the topics that we touched on today, just let me know. I would love to support you. spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, share this episode or send it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on social media. And if you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead meditations, workshops, community gatherings, in-person retreats, and more. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, intuitive readings, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I hope this weekend offers you whatever it is that you need or desire, whether that's play, rest, connection, release, or adventure. 